What was the name of that drink? Uh, Sunday School something. <laughs> Man, I forgot what well, you me, named it. I just made it off the cup. Yeah, no, we'll, but it's we'll, funny. We'll think of something else. Yeah, yeah, we'll think of something cooler. Anyway. Back the at the bargain the Bible Bible Oh, the Bible Camp Buzz. What was it? The I Bible... just made that up again. The Bible Camp Buzz. Bible Camp Buzz. Oh, no, it was something like uh, Sunday School... I don't know. I'm like combining things the in my head. Sunday School Sunday school slurp is what we'll call it. <laughs> Back at the Market Bitch Boys, I'm Ray. I'm John. We just saw a Sunday School Musical, and we were trying to remember the name of the drink, drink that John made up uh, before we started watching it. We're going to go with Sunday School Slurp. I feel like that's our best option. Yeah, we found this um, accidentally the other day when we were like looking through Amazon Prime, and I just ran across it, and it's essentially a high school musical, but for a church. Um, it's funny because one of the things I was reading in like the IMDb, you ever seen like the trivia section in mm-hmm. IMDb where like quote unquote trivia, it's usually just pointless <laughs> statements and it's not trivia at all. It was like this movie was made as an attempt to capitalize off of the marketing of High School Musical 3. And I was really? like, no. <laughs> like in what way? What do they mean? They came up with it independently. <laughs> They're just like, we're going to, we're going to do this and everybody's going to see the trailer. They just saw Zac Efron and they're like, oh no, that was our idea. <laughs> Spin off on the third movie. They're like, oh, they stole our idea for the third movie. Um, anyway, Sunday so school. yeah, if you pay seventy bucks, you can get free two day shipping and Sunday school musical. <laughs> and Sunday school musical free on Amazon Prime. Not free, but if you have a subscription, this movie was a treat, man. It was so weird. It's made by Faith Films. Yeah, Faith Films, uh, a Faith Films production. Which in a little bit, I'm gonna go through the Faith Films catalog because there's some pretty crazy stuff in here and one specifically that i want to check out in the podcast but faith films production directed by rachel lee goldenberg um who also sang in this film as well oh she did all right we looked mm-hmm. that up she did a few of her she didn't play a character though did she no 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 i'd have to look it up she, so this she movie came out in like 2008 when did yeah. high school musical come out high school musical 3 came out in 2008 so i think high school musical 1 was probably like they gotta jump on 2002 yeah, I mean, they could have left this trend alone. Uh, <laughs> High School Musical 1 came out in 06. So it came out in okay. 06, 07, 08. Yeah, I mean, it takes a couple of years to make yeah, a movie yeah. this caliber. You know, you gotta line up your cast and get your original singles out. And... They're making a High School Musical 4. The fourth installment of the Disney musical franchise, High School Musical. It's still gonna be High Zac School Efron? Musical 4, The College Years is what it's called. Um, it it doesn't look like Zac Efron's. You can't, in. but you can't call it High School Musical if you're gonna then call it the College Years. That's not. <laughs> That's true. I didn't even think it's of like that. Mission Impossible, the possible one. But you can't. <laughs> it's got it's gotta be the same characters, I would assume. But it looks like they have none, like no Vanessa Hudgens on board, no nothing. Yeah, they just got Michael Sarah. I'm so curious. Hold on. The film will star a brand new class of Wildcats and will include their rivals, the West High Knights. While the original cast will not star in the film, it's rumored that Disney is looking to have them appear in cameos. Ashley Tisdale, however, has confirmed that she will not appear in the film. Uh, one of the main characters is Sharpay and Ryan's cousin. Uh, it will be the fourth movie in the High School Musical series and the first film set and the first film of the series that Kenny Ortega does not direct. They can oh, they can get to, they can get the boy Kenny. He back. put it all together. What's Why, oh, if you're not gonna have the original cast, there's no reason to put it in college. Just put it in high school again. You or don't have to do that. yeah, don't make it part four if you're not bringing back the original cast. Don't do it the college years. Literally, just make a new musical. Yeah, but you got to capitalize. There's I mean, you can you can still call it High School Musical, but like, why make it like 
a sequel. Like, you could do, like, what Ghostbusters did, where you're just like, this is the new High School Musical. I mean, I guess. I don't know. Kenny Ortega. I'm looking him up real quick, because I'm so curious to see what this dude's been getting into since First High School Musical. First thing pops up is just, like, a YouTube brand from him. About, <laughs> about High School Musical 4. <laughs> you know, these guys didn't even call me. They didn't consult me at all. Uh, no, he he's... um. Uh, notable films that he's directed is High School Musicals 1, 2, two and 3 The Cheetah Girls Movie 2 um, a, a good episode a good like long amount of episodes for The Playboy Club and Gilmore Girls so he's got a he's it's got pretty, a record this decent. guy no he's killing it he's killing it and he's he's currently working on the remake of Dirty Dancing he knows his lane <laughs> he knows his lane aggressively and sticks to it. Gilmore Girls, that's kind of like a... Like, it, was there like a musical episode of the Gilmore Girls? Maybe. I don't know. I'm, I have no interest in checking out the Gilmore Girls. I, I, I feel like that's the type of show that would have a musical episode. No, no. I, you don't think from so? From what I've seen, no. Oh, man. I haven't seen much. But It's, it's all about the fast-talking, sharp wit humor, <laughs> you know. They could throw some raps in there. Some fast raps. Um, so yeah, Sunday School Musical, I'm going to read the, um, summary of the movies just so people can get a general idea. But, uh, when financial woes threaten their church's future, a group of teens led by one talented performer enters a song and dance competition in hopes of winning a heavenly cash prize. <laughs> a heavenly <laughs> cash prize. <laughs> Which, the, the, it's the, just $10,000, Yeah, it's $10,000, and also, uh, when they enter a, a song and dance competition, it's a choir competition. They dance, but it's not a dance Honestly, they've just cheated at every way. Yeah, they for sure. Is what this is about. They broke the rules. That one dude tried to snitch on them. Like, <laughs> yeah, they still they still broke the rules. That's pretty crazy. Anyway, our, our we'll we'll kind of dive into the plot. Yeah, a it opens bit it opens up. We're in the streets of L.A. We got Square Shady <laughs> rapping for us. Square Shady. He sounds like Eminem on that first rap. He does. I noticed yeah. that too. Like when he was rapping, I was like, they're trying so hard to make this like an eight mile thing. Uh, the main character's name is Zachary, played by Chris Chapman, who we looked up and has literally done this and nothing else. Like, he doesn't have a music career, he doesn't have anything. Uh, but he's, he's, um, is this when they're doing the, um, he's just, like, late to class, right? He's, like, walking what down the he street. Doing? He was just, he was just, he was just, like, on his way to choir, I think. But he, he ends up being, Yeah, like, he was on his way to the choir tryouts. Like that's the, what it uh, is, yeah. The, the preliminaries um, or whatever. Yeah, like, the qualifying round or something. Uh, but he's late. Rapping he, through the streets. What was he rapping about? I forget. Yeah, it, it was the most like basic. Um, I, if if I could find the music, I'm gonna try to like plug it in in the background. To Probably see. gotta stay strong. <laughs> Don't smoke weed. God is here with us to give us another shot. Um, but you know he's he's just like rapping and dancing through the street, and they're very they're very much like we're gonna capital off of this. Uh, Corbin Blue type. Sunday school musical. I'm trying to like pull up the song in the background so that we can hear it. But he's on his way to the core chorus qualifiers, which um, he doesn't make it on time, right? He comes in like a little bit late, or they're starting already, like right when he walks. They in. They figure he's a star, yeah. so got a little bit of the song right there before when, they, when he first comes in, not not when he's walking down the street. He does like a little rap coming out of the street and he gets to the choir and they're like the cool young hip uh, ethnic church 
They've got all the like hip hop remixes to this little light of mine. And um, the other uh, team that like performs after them is Crossroads. Crossroads, and they're like they do like a normal choir song. Yeah, it's very, yeah. The, the plot's very sister act. Like they're the nuns. They're all and, nerdy and white. And this guy is Whoopi Goldberg. But yeah, they're all nerdy and white. They perform like a very basic like hymnal. And then there's supposed to be a third group in the qualifying round. And the best two of those three go to the next round. And it's the boys choir that uh, they're like, oh, the boys choir is running a little bit late. This is one thing that I do remember that I want to talk about. The, the boys choir is running a little bit late. And she's like, so we're just going to wait a few minutes for the boys' choir. And then that old lady, like, points to her watch. And she's like, bingo. Bingo, Because yeah. <laughs> they're, they're in, like, a, a moose lodge. Yeah, they're in, like, a moose lodge. And there's, like, a, a bingo game waiting for, like, for this tryouts to be over. So they're like, all right, we won't take up any more time. You know what? I bet the, like, intended audience for this movie just thought that just killed them. Because it's just such a, they're like, oh, bingo. No, Always pushing so in funny. on things. <laughs> You remember Am I it, right? the the faith films that started this thing, like when they started their church, they would go like their sermons were right before bingo night. So it was like an inside joke where they're like, Remember we had to get out the sermons quickly for bingo night? Everyone can relate to that. Let's put that in the Rushing through communion. <laughs> Only one cracker, everybody. <laughs> Except this movie was full of them. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so they um they're waiting for that third performance. And, uh, like, one of the guys whispers to the judges, and they're like, oh, we're sorry to report that the um, the boys' choir uh, won't be making it due to, like, a mass uh, food poisoning incident with egg salad. So, by default, both Hawthorne and Crossroads will, will advance to the next round. And uh, that one kid, I can't remember his name, but he was just like, oh, thank God for egg salad. Thank God for that egg salad. <laughs> Wishing sickness upon their enemies. <laughs> just be, like, the most un- ungodly thing you can do. So, who's in the Hawthorne choir? We got... Lightskin Zach, the leading man. Lightskin Zach's the leading man. Uh, we have Drea, who's like the leading lady of the group. Um, I forget Filipino boy's name, but Filipino we'll call boy. Him, we'll call him Carlos. We got Carlos. He, he's Filipino. He break dances. Yeah, he's a he's he, the he break spins dancer. Turntables. He wears tracksuits and uh, sweatsuits. He's very uh, hip hop in California. Um, and then we have. Uh, I think that those are the only three characters they zero in. On the Hawthorne, right? There's like the there's a tall black kid. Oh yeah, the tall black kid who he gives it his all, man. He does mm-hmm. some flips and some air splits. Uh, they do have one white girl with blonde hair. They have like another one, maybe. Yeah, she looks like she's there's like, like a, a few other girls that are pretty inconsequential to the whole thing. Yeah, they, there's not very many people too heavily involved with the plot on the Hawthorne side. Uh, more on the Crossroads side, the smaller characters pop up and have little roles, but uh, Crossroads is read by Savannah. Is her name? Right, mm-hmm. the white girl, and um, the the like wanted she's leader the, of the group. Yeah, she's the um, yeah, she's like the main. She's like the Zach of their side when it starts, but she's like the pretty and also the romantic interest. Yeah, the the yeah. quote unquote pretty white girl that like Zach is kind of interested in because even like the very first scene mm-hmm. where they meet each other and he like walks in late, he like looks at her as he's singing this little light of mine, and there's like supposed to be a little spark that happens there. I'm just a little white. <laughs> But, uh, so, after that, um, Crossroads has, uh, Miles, who's the piano player, like, closeted gay kid at at church camp. I don't know who he was trying, if they were trying to make him, like, comedic. Yeah, they were trying to make him, like, comedically, like, nerdy, silly, lispy, like, I take, I take the art of dance and music very seriously, um, but it came off as just gay. 
Uh, I think he's supposed to be like um, you've seen High School Musical, right? No. Um, the, like the the main bad guys in High School Musical are um, Ashley Tisdale and then that like blonde haired kid, but like that's their dynamic. Like she's very much like the stuck up like snobbish white girl, and then he's like the borderline gay kid that wears like uh, a sweater, like an ascot, like stuff like that. So I think they were like modeling him after that a little bit. But uh, yeah, Miles is that, and he's the piano player, which they keep emphasizing throughout the movie although it never comes back around that he plays the piano too loud do you remember that like in the like uh one of the first fights that they have on crossroads they're like well we can't hear anything over the piano uh that you're playing and he's like maybe we should tone down the piano and then later on with the harmonica thing he's like i think we should really focus on making the piano the centerpiece and then later at the end with drea too she's like i can't hear myself sing over the piano but that, that never comes to fruition miles, i mean banging those keys it never comes to fruition though that's why it's so weird it's like why they focus on that so hard uh but um, yeah so the white the white kids uh crossroads Robert. are singing their hymns and mm-hmm. then you see like the little looks exchanged between hawthorne and they're like i need a little more funk that's what they need a contemporary <laughs> service these kids, these kids aren't from the streets they don't know anything about the the sounds of the roads and go the to streets. the 10 o'clock not the and urban, six o'clock, urban you know jazz uh yeah so um they they both make it through to the next round by default just because of the a bunch of those kids being food poisoned but uh this is where they have their little um walking down the street freestyle uh, as as us ethnic kids do yeah as, as yeah as all the ethnic kids out in the streets do but um filipino boy drea and zachary are like walking down the street filipino kid is the beatboxer but he's not. He's just he's making not. sounds. <laughs> and they, they never even fall on the beat. That's why I'm like, I feel like the beatbox wasn't even done live and they put it in post. Because, like, they never even use the beat. They're just like, He's just like, all right, let's go. And he's like, arr, 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 arr. like, he's not even, like, beatboxing. He's just like, the beat is the scratching noise of the, <laughs> of the turntable. I was like, what is this? Uh, but they have uh, Dre and Zachary doing this thing where they're just like, all right, point to something and I'll freestyle. Like, like an old, like, Black Thought video or something. And uh, so he does like some rhymes for manhole, and then he he throws crossroads to her, and she like they don't even like try to pretend that she's good at it, like she's like really bad at it, <laughs> and but she like uses it to diss crossroads. I forget what she says exactly, but she like rhymes um, like something about them being like a complete failure or something, and uh, he goes um, home. This is just like he goes home to dinner, right? This is like yeah, that's, you have you have that's something where from we before have that. Our, our main conflict introduced. <laughs> Yeah, so Zachary, his um, weird, um, assumingly adopted brother in the beginning. I was like, what is this? He looks like like Rico from Hannah Montana. You know what it is? It's like, um, what was that that show with Little Romeo? Show with Little Romeo? Master P with Romeo. Oh, what was the name of that show? Run's House? No, Run's House was Rev Run. Oh, yeah, no. Um, Dang. It, it doesn't matter. Nobody yeah, cares that I'm gonna way. look it up while you talk about it, though. I think they had a white kid in that that was adopted. Did they? It's been a really one, one of those had an adopted it. white kid. But yeah, basically, um, there's like a white kid in their family, but it's uh, Zachary and his mom. Uh, They're sitting down for a nice for meal dinner, of spaghetti, yeah. and <laughs> and uh, she's like, "I'm I'm so glad you guys are doing well in school, and uh, I hear the everything with the uh, choir is going well, and I'm uh, just." gonna be honest with you boys i uh i got weighed off <laughs> i found out i got fired today and they're all just like oh my god mom i'm so sorry and she's like yeah a bunch of people got fired i was one of them unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> she was like so calm about it and normal 
and she and uh, she just talks about how they're gonna have to uh, make some changes in their life because she's not making money anymore. So she's like, um, you know, with your father being gone, uh, we kind of have to figure out something we can do. So I'm thinking we're gonna stay with uh, your aunt for a little while. And you're going to have to change schools, and uh, you're not going to be in that choir anymore. Which I still don't understand, because I'm like, why why can't he be in the choir anymore? Because I think Hawthorne's not a school, right? It's just a church. Maybe. Well... Because they're like, I, we're closing make, down the church. Does honestly, that mean none of it made sense, because remember, like, all the Crossroads kids pull up at Hawthorne. Like, they're not far away at That's all. what I'm saying. I, I don't even These think Hawthorne's like, a school. So I'm like, why can't he participate in the in the thing? Uh, just real quick, the Romeo show is just called Romeo. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't think it was, but that's pretty funny. It's, it was a teen Nick. How long? How many seasons did Romeo last? Three. Too many. Is the answer. Master P as Percy Miller. Just playing himself, you know. Did he just play himself in that? Like, was he Master P? I've never seen that show, really. I mean, why wouldn't you just play yourself? He's but like, is he famous like a, rapper Master P, or is he just like, probably like more polished? Kid-friendly right. version Master of Master P. P, but... Yeah. Like, Master P instead of Master P. <laughs> <laughs> Grammatically correct Master P. Ken Jong is in that show, too. I need what? to get out of here. But, yeah. He has, like, a pretty prominent, like, episode count for the Romeo <laughs> show. This is really weird. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, so, they, they basically have, like, a thing where they have to, like, Wait, let him know. Have, even though you're, uh... Even though you're... Working so hard for the choir and everything, we're gonna have to. Uh, yeah, see, they did have. Up. They had an adopted white son. Oh, did they? Yeah, Lewis. Noel Callahan. Louis Testaverde. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta look up this show, man. This is like um, when you told me about that uh, uh, Three Six Mafia show. Oh, yeah. Like, I had never even. <laughs> what heard, was that even called again? Um, I forget, but I had never even heard of that show. And then, like, the few episodes that I saw with you, I was like, this is insane. For our listeners, if you want to look it up, I'm going to pull it up right now to see exactly what it was. But basically, it's a reality show that follows around. 3 6 Mafia Three, six goes Mafia. to Beverly Hills. Yeah, and it's just, like, everyday life. Like, I just like. Hijinks. Oh, here's Juicy J going on a blind date with, like, some Set up by Ashton Cook. Yeah, it's so weird. Um, I'm I'm trying to find out what it, Adventures in diet. Hollywood is what it's called. Yeah, Three Six Mafia Adventures in Hollywood, a reality series that chronicles rap group Three Six Mafia's move to become Hollywood players. <laughs> oh man, that show is so weird. They're all on YouTube. Yeah, you, yeah, they're all all episodes are on YouTube for you to check out freely. Uh, he goes on a date with like Lauren Conrad or somebody, right? Yeah, like, set up by Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, because... set up by Ashton Kutcher is so weird. Everything about that is weird. There's like another episode where they get action figures made in themselves. <laughs> I gotta watch more of it. <laughs> I only saw the two episodes you showed me, and I was like, I need to watch more of this. Uh, but yeah, so um, he has to like go back to the group and basically let them know like because of everything that's going on. Oh well, first he complains to his mom, and he's like, uh, this wouldn't be happening if dad was still here. The greatest part about that he says, he's like, oh yeah, my dad's on tour. So, like, you're like, oh, his dad's a musician, he sings and dances, it makes sense. But, yeah, and then he's like, this wouldn't happen if dad was here. You know, his dad's on military tour. (laughs) You then find out that his dad is, yeah, his dad is deployed. You don't call that on tour. Yeah, Yeah, my dad's on tour right now. And then, yeah, and he, like, blames his dad, too. Like, this wouldn't be happening if dad didn't leave, like. Which is wrong. That makes, 
it's like, wrong what? and it doesn't make sense. Like it's not like he's not getting paid while he's there. He's sending the money home. He's if any it's tax free, he's making more money than Yeah, there's so many holes in that where she's just like, I don't know what to tell you. We're just so broke, we're only living off of my income because your father's gone. Your like, dad didn't know he could give us this he's money. He's for the military. Like he's like, he's just keeping that money. Like he's just <laughs> storing it up. Your dad's making military money, but he just doesn't want to share it with us. <laughs> so I don't know what to tell you. Uh but yeah, so um, he has to like go tell Hawthorne, like, "Hey guys, I'm not gonna be able to uh, to make it into the uh, states because I'm gonna be." And nobody is understanding of the situation that it's no, they out all of just control. hate him immediately. Yeah, like it's out of control. Like they're just like, "What? Are you serious? We've been working for this our whole lives." So out of control, it ends up in a rooftop duet. Oh, I forgot about <laughs> the rooftop duet. Yeah, they, so they're like fighting. Um, it's uh, Drea and uh, what's the kid's name? Zachary. Zachary. Yeah, yeah, they're having a rooftop duet. Which the rooftop this this movie has three locations. It has the rooftop, the picnic table, and then the uh, the rehearsal room. Like that's, that's all. About that's it, yeah. all that they go. Like, oh, in the home ec class. There's so many. They do have the home ec class. There's so many scenes in like just a few locations that it's like wow, this is literally they filmed this like in between classes. Like that, like fifteen minutes in between class, where you're like getting to the next class. I feel like that's what every scene was shot in. It was at Crossroads Christian Academy, <laughs> yeah. the original production. They were just using what they were given. Uh, but so yeah, they they're running through uh, like him being like, oh man, like I don't know what to tell you guys, but they're like not gonna let me do it. And like uh, Andrea and the Filipino kid are so not understanding. They're like I can't believe you would do this to us. And he's like, my family's moving. Like, I don't have any control about this. And your dad. Like, you're giving up on us. I like, can't I believe can't... we're fighting in these wars. Yeah, it's so crazy. Like, they're the most irrational kids ever. But um, he basically has to transfer to a new school. And it turns out to be, surprise, surprise, Crossroads. The white of kid choir school. And um, he gets into some interaction with uh, the pretty girl that caught his eye during the tryouts for state. Yeah, the first class he has is dessert class. Dessert class. <laughs> yeah, the guy's like, we're tell you we're working on desserts. We're going to partner everybody up. And he's like... Open your page to... Open your book to page 151. <laughs> 151. That would be the dessert page. <laughs> and she like, turns to menu. him. And she's like, ah, we're going to 151. Like, he didn't just hear. And then he uh, like, yeah, does this page smooth, here. like, pulls up behind him. <laughs> oh, show me how to open this book again? I wasn't paying attention. Oh, I was on one fifty. But they bad. pair they pair Savannah and uh, Zach for the class, and so they're like they're making what are they making fortune cookies? No, that was that was, was that the later? second item. This was so this is just where they do the egg crack thing. Oh, where he's like gonna crack? The, it's he, not important what they were making. But he's gonna making he's gonna else. crack the egg aggressively on the side the, of the bowl. The problem was the recipe called for two eggs. First off, <laughs> right. he was about to crack the egg in the bowl, and you know the shells get in there because which, he's never seen an egg before. He's like, do we just smash all they eat it is spaghetti in the bowl? <laughs> There's only spaghetti in the hood. They don't have eggs. He's about to just like smash the whole egg, like. Uh, shell and all into the bowl and like like he's never done it before. I was distracted. That guy just our our windows open in the living room. That guy just walked by and like mean mugged me as he was walking by. Like I know y'all boys all got your light on at eleven p.m. Um, yeah, he he like fully cracks the shell into the bowl or he's about to and she's like, oh, this is not how you crack an egg. Like knock it on the table first and like open it so that the <laughs> shells aren't in the thing, you idiot. And they just they move right past it. They don't even add the second egg to the recipe. <laughs> And um, uh, they get, they get into a thing because she like shows him. She's like, "This is how you do." He's like, "Okay, boss." Yeah, he's like, "Whatever you say, boss." And she's like, she just, "Why would like, you call me that?" That's like her word that like the, they used to call her that when she was younger, and she hated it because she's like, "It's because Miles does." I have a whole song about that. 
That's true. Yeah, I, that's water. true. Actually, She's at her breaking point. yeah, I, I didn't give them any credit for that. They do. I guess they do kind of tie that around. Uh, but, um, yeah, she's, like, mad, and she's, like, what do you mean? And he's, like, no, nah, I just meant, like, you're, like, taking control of the situation. Like, I know your type. You're, like, the, like, bossy white girl. He's, in so many words, he doesn't say that exactly, but now she's, like, done with him. She's, like, all right, whatever. You do the recipe. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll take a bad grade. Whatever you put is fine. She, like, just doesn't care about her home ec grade. Um, but, um, she, she talks to him a little bit about, um, this is when they they do their oh the next class is the um, the Bible study class, so like they they have that awkward exchange where like now they're kind of like fighting a little bit because mm-hmm. of the boss thing, and that class ends and his next class is Bible study class with Miles, and he walks into the class. Miles is the uh, the effeminate piano player yeah. from the Crossroads group, aka the closest thing this movie has to an antagonist. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, because when they do give the opportunity of an antagonist later, they shut it down immediately. But uh, Miles is in there, and he like kind of turns his head and sees that Zachary's like in his class now, and he has some concerns. And I have a clip of his concerns that he voices. What on GGE are you doing in my Bible study class? GG what? It's God's green earth. <laughs> it's like what on GGE are you doing? <laughs> what on GGE are you doing in my Bible study class? God's green earth. <laughs> so he's he's worried that Zachary is a is a choir spy, and he's like he's here to spy on our our crossroads because we're concern. so good. Yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> you voice some concerns that you feel real about. Uh, but they they're in Bible study class together, and um, they're trying to like put Miles up as this like proper like raising his hand too much, like so into the class that he annoys the teacher. He's like kid. you think you can spy on our choir? <laughs> Exactly. And Zach just returns with it. Your choir's not good. <laughs> I forgot that that was his response. I don't need to spy on your choir. It's not good. Um, but yeah, so basically he's just like butting heads with every member of the of the Crossroads group. All the important members anyway. Um, during this time, Dre... Oh, and then we forgot. That's when uh, Miles does that presentation. Oh, super long presentation about the Last Supper. And uh, Judas's placement in the photo. Do you have that recorded on there? I don't have the I don't have the recording, but basically, uh, Miles steps up, and um, they're each supposed to give presentations about something. I guess biblical. They don't really say what. And he's analyzing the Last Supper and Judas, and he's like, as you can see from the painting, uh, the one apostle that is turned away from Jesus is Judas, and he's like talking about. Judas is a traitor and like only out to do bad things and he's like staring right at Zachary like you're Judas which I get they're trying to paint him against him but it really doesn't make sense because like he didn't betray them he's like no he wasn't even friends with them but they're like trying to paint that light like you're Judas which would have made more sense from the other angle because Andrea and all of them feel like he's mm-hmm. a traitor uh but um yeah he just it takes super long to the point where the teacher is just like all right we're out of time miles and he's like oh i'm just getting started above and beyond as always miles <laughs> and uh they call oh, on zach ne- well they call on zach next and he's like uh i'm not ready to present and she's like what do you mean he's like i just didn't do it and he, he's pretty honest about it like i'll give him that his respect he didn't even try to make any excuses. he's like oh, i just didn't do that and the teacher's just like, I'm very disappointed in you, Zach. Like, you Back at to... Hawthorne, all we had to do was sing and dance. <laughs> we got graded on... Uh, I gotta make a poster? Just uh, uh, fun fun jingles. <laughs> you may have to do work. 
because uh, what uh, the Bible study class is the teacher later, right? That keeps like giving them ultimatums and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the only teacher they show besides dessert home class. Ec. Yeah, home ec dude doesn't even care. He's just like, all right, everybody, today cookies. Like he doesn't. <laughs> there's no way to fail that class. Uh, but so they have him um, basically like not even doing bad in the class. He's just refusing to work, I guess. But while that's happening, Andrea and all of the Hawthorne kids are like struggling to find their footing without Zach because mm. I guess they they try to paint it later he was that the glue. that like he was the glue keeping them together even though like when they combine later they're all like no one sings better than Drea I was like so why couldn't Drea save you guys he's the glue I mean you got Carlos with the beats Drea Carlos with the, the pipes but uh <laughs> Zach's, Zach's the, the the Elmer's the Elmer's glue which works good because he goes up against Elmer at the end uh so. They have a scene where they're, like, practicing and nothing's really going in. And they try one more time. And, like, there's, like, a little bit of infighting. And Filipino Kid is, like... Oh, well, first, Dre is, like, this doesn't sound good. Like, we can't get that to flow. And Filipino Kid takes a shot at her. And he's, like, Zach would make it. <laughs> Zach would make it flow. Yeah. And she's just, like, well, Zach's not here. Zach betrayed us. And uh, she goes upstairs to, like, the church coordinator. I don't even know what that lady's job is. And, like, she's on the phone having like a very candid and loud conversation about like well i don't know where Hello? we're gonna get the money from <laughs> the church is broke <laughs> these kids are gonna be on the street she's repeating everything like, they're gonna have to win the choir competition like we don't have enough money to send them over there like it, it's so like drea comes in and hears everything she needs to with only hearing one side of the phone call uh but she lets her know like hey we're gonna have to close down the church which again like that's not where they go to school like so i don't understand why anybody just can't be in the choir like it, it should be that like even if he moves zach can still be in the <laughs> choir because crossroads is a school and hawthorne isn't that's why like it so doesn't make sense to me i don't fully understand it but um she's like well what about states like we've been working really hard on going to states and she's like you don't understand i don't have enough money to send you to states like we're not going so like winning the money in states isn't even an option for us which I also don't get. I feel like they, their church had, must have like a bus or something. Like just and bus states, those kids. I'm pretty sure states was like two buildings Yeah, down. it was not that far. Because they didn't make a big thing about traveling to states. Uh, and the judges for states were also the judges in the <laughs> so early part. The so, so they were still there. Like uh, everything is right around the corner. Like I don't see why it's an issue at all. Uh, so um, the next time that they show Zach, he's back like in the school oh he's it's back at the home ec one mm-hmm. and this is when they're doing the fortune cookies right and then it, um, it's, it's supposed to be when he's finally getting in good graces oh we should savannah we should mention makes a little savannah's, quick where she's just like no shell please yeah we, we should mention savannah's um issues at home because i think they established yeah, we, that. yeah the scene right before this was where we see a little more depth from savannah and we get a, a little life lesson at the same time so savannah's in her in her room uh like just like doing homework, I guess. Was it biology homework? It was biology talking about mitosis homework. and stuff. And uh, her dad comes in. He's like, yeah, how you doing, Savannah? She's like, I'm doing all right. He's like, you juggling everything okay with uh, being class president and uh, being he didn't in the even, choir? No, no. He and... said it wasn't even class president. It was just like you took with, with uh, your biology test in choir in dessert class. Just like basic school stuff. Like, are you doing okay juggling class? She's just like, I'll make it work. And he's like, I don't want anything to be too overwhelming for you. And she's like, it isn't yet. I'll figure it out. And But they're like trying to make her visibly be like, I'm stressed out. And he's like... Can I teach you a little rhyme? 
Let me teach you a little life lesson that your mother told me before she died, tragically. If you ever get overwhelmed, you can do what your mother used to do. What's that? She would simply put a piece of bubblegum in her mouth and, and she would blow a big bubble. <laughs> and she would say a little, little prayer right before she did it. She'd say, dear God, make this bubble take away my trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so sincere. And she would picture all, all those worries and all that stress in that bubble. And when it popped, they were gone. <laughs> Worst dad advice Easy ever. as that. <laughs> so whenever you have problems, uh, just pretend they're gone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, her mom died like a month ago. Like, shouldn't they be getting... From, from choking on bubblegum? Let's look into therapy. Let's <laughs> she, not look into... She choked on bubblegum. So uh, maybe you don't take that advice from your mother. <laughs> the bubble ended up killing her. Uh, All those troubles right now. <laughs> those troubles fought back. And they uh, they made her go away instead. <laughs> She was trouble. She was trouble. <laughs> that is what we called her. Um, so yeah, uh, her mom's dead. Which we get a few more scenes. Detailing we get a fight. That. We get a fight after we, that. Yeah, we get a fight later detailing that. But basically, um, they're back in the home ec class, and Zachary's kind of like getting back into her good graces a little bit. And they they're were, making fortune. They're cookies, making fortune cookies, which I didn't know you could just make fortune cookies. I've never seen somebody make a fortune cookie. Not only did I not think you could just make fortune cookies, but like, what a complicated thing to teach in home ec class on the kids like yeah, second day yeah this kid day. doesn't even know how to crack an egg like, yeah it's like, the second day and they're like oh we're gonna make for like you think like let's start with like regular like chocolate chip cookies or something like that's pretty complicated or like a hard-boiled egg <laughs> oh yeah just egg cracking 101 uh but so they're they're making fortune cookies and he's kind of like poking fun at the fight they had and he's like um she's like cracking the egg again for him and then he's just oh they're it's supposed to be egg yolks or uh, egg whites only. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you got that? She's like, yeah, I got it. So after all her big talk about cracking eggs earlier, she cracks the egg and then tries to like juggle it in the caps like to get the yolk out. And she fails miserably. She like drops the whole yolk in. And there's like a really long in like detailed shots of her like trying to pick up the yolk with two spoons and breaking it into the liquid. Like she's completely failing. And they're just ignoring it. They're like having conversations. And he's like poking fun at the fact that he called her boss again. And, uh, the, this is just, like, him getting into, like, better graces with her. And she's like, um, I know you used to do choir stuff. Why don't you, have you ever considered, like, doing the choir stuff here? And he's like, nah, I don't think so. So she's, like, trying to convince him to jump in because she realizes that they, like, need some help mm -hmm. and aren't very good. They need to put a little stank on it. Yeah, exactly. And then in his Bible study class, um, uh, he's with, um, Miles and he, he does, like, another... He misses out, like, on a second assignment again. Or he's, like, not paying attention. And the teacher's like, you know what? That's the second time, and I'm not going to let that slide, so you're going to have to have detention today. And uh, Miles is like, oh, but you have open house today, don't you, Mrs. Whatever? No, he, like, recites your whole schedule. She's like, oh, well, this is the 23rd, <laughs> which means don't you have open house at 4 p.m.? Like and then a parent-teacher conference uh, starting at 6.30. Like, he just knows everything that's going on with her. And she's like, oh, you're right, Miles. We'll have to reschedule it. And he's like, well, how about uh, we have him clean up for the choir practices? That way we can, like, put him to work. And they make it seem like he's going to be there, like, all day cleaning. 
And uh, she's like, all right, that's a good idea, Miles. Uh, we'll have you stay behind for the choir practice and you'll clean up for them. Which was crazy because we all thought that was a setup that Miles was trying to get him to join the choir as well. And improve. Which, but Miles didn't even want him. There. Yeah, which what a bad way to like keep the guy away is to bring him into your practice. Clean one whiteboard and then hopefully yeah. you leave. Like that's so crazy to be like, oh, he's an outsider. I don't want him spying on us. That but being I really said, need this blackboard. Crazy. Yeah, that being said, let's bring him into the room. Uh, so he comes in to like clean the blackboard during their uh, choir trials and just hears them like being utter trash. <laughs> and he's like, uh, "Oh, uh, Savannah comes in and she thinks he's like joined." Mm-hmm. She's like, "Oh, you changed your mind?" And he's like, "No, nope, I'm just cleaning the whiteboard." And uh, Miles is just like, "I thought it would be a good punishment if we had him clean the whiteboard." And uh, he just cleans one whiteboard. It takes like two minutes, and he's done with detention. He just dips. I was like, "What a simple and easy detention." Uh, but he's like listening to them. He's like, nah, I can't help these boys. And he leaves. And then, uh, he goes to see, um, he goes to see, uh, his Hawthorne people again, right? Because them like kind of being so against him is what makes him text Savannah. So he like goes to visit them and like, they're still being super standoffish. Like he hasn't done anything to betray Mm -hmm. them. But Dre is like, yo, I can't believe you left, left us high and dry like that. Now we can't even compete. Because of like whatever, whatever, and the, the school's running out of money, and they just like continue to roast him. So he texts Savannah, and he's like, "All right, you know what? I'm in. I'm gonna jump into the choir, and I'll help you guys." Uh, so he starts going to the practices and actually like trying to help and spice things up. That's where they have that number with the harmonica. Yeah, well, that's his first practice where he's serious about it. We see Drew. I'm gonna call him Drew. Drew. <laughs> Yeah. He's like the first one that accepts. Drew's pretty good. Yeah, yeah Drew's he's the just first like, one that accepts. Yeah, uh, he like walks in. He's like, "Hey, bro, you came." Like he's like real cool about it. But Drew's hanging out by the bongos and xylophone, playing the harmonica. Playing the they harmonica. zoom in on those bongos and xylophone because they will play a part. <laughs> yeah, that's the um, uh, I forget what it's called, but like the thing where you, like you don't show a gun in Act One and not have it fired by Chekhov's the end of Act Three. Yeah, yeah, that's the, the Chekhov xylophone. <laughs> they started that scene like showing it in the corner, uh, but um, yeah, Drew is just like. Oh, um, he's, he's busting out in the harmonica. Yeah, he's just, old he's, just being, yeah, he's just being an old jazz cat. And uh, Zach's like, oh, you should use that, man. That's cool. And he's like, oh, you think so? And then like, all Miles the kids shuts are, it down instantly. Miles like, no, no, no. The piano should <laughs> suffice. <laughs> the and, and all of all of like the other kids come up and they're just like, did you hear Zach? He said we should use the... Like anything <laughs> Zach says, they're just like, oh, this, the, the ethnic kid has an idea. He has an earring. <laughs> they're so hype about it. They're like, oh, his curls... He has something to tell us. Uh, he like gets them to. He's like, well, maybe we can implement some different sounds and stuff. And, and of course, as he's saying that, he's busting out the sounds, doing a little dance. Yeah, and the new shake. beat comes in. Oh yeah, because uh, right before it, isn't it? He's like break dancing in the bathroom randomly, mm-hmm. and I was like, what is this? And he's just like, like in the mirror, like just like popping and locking, and that's when he like goes into the uh, to the group thing. And he busts out with like a with a number, which like wasn't actually so bad. It was probably like the, one of the better songs in the movie. Um, but he's like basically trying to tell them to like cut loose and chill out. He says, "Music is something you feel. <laughs> yeah, it's not something you not do. Something it's something you, you, you feel. Not something you think. Is that what it was? It's something like that. That's hilarious. It's something you feel. But yeah, so that they, he uh, gets them all um, hyped up for I don't it. Know, I was just oh, I found it. I found the song. Um, uh, I, don't know. I think we know what we're doing right here. Are we used to? Uh... You gotta do your own thing. Cause that's the only way people are gonna hear you. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I got a song way down in my spirit. I gotta let it out. Here you go. 
goes in on this one. <laughs> the clips now that I'm looking at it, the way that they're dancing, they're like slowly feeling it. Like, yeah, okay. yeah, it's the classic, like one at a time, they jump in. They all have something to comment on it. Alright, I'm kind of feeling it. And then Miles is just looking salty in the corner, it's like, I don't know, that seems very radical. <laughs> yeah, that's what he says. He's like, I don't know, that sounds a little bit radical. Yeah, man. But yeah, no, it was, a, it was a surprisingly pretty good uh, musical number for that scene. But it's basically... One at, yeah, one at a time they jump in until they're all, like, choreographed. We see, like, Savannah's the corner shaking it a little bit. Margaret, the shy girl, gets up on the He's table. standing on the table, like, swinging, swinging around. The, the drumsticks in the air and doing And stuff. then he points at Margaret. He's like, Margaret, don't be afraid to step out of your shell. <laughs> and they have, um, what, what were we calling him? Evan? With the um, harmonica? Oh, Drew. I'm Drew. Calling we're calling him Drew. And Drew gets a little harmonica solo, which, like, he's just busting it out. Just random, you know, young high school white kid just killing it on the harmonica, like, if he's, like, a 10-year vet. Everybody and... starts syncing up and dancing. I think there's a backflip somewhere. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, uh, the weird kid that, like, all he does in the whole movie is backflips. Yeah, that's why they hired him for the movie. They're like, you can do backflips. We need a couple of those in the shot. Uh, but yeah, so this this is like fully what gets them like, all right, we're doing this. We're like fully rocking it in. And uh, um, we have at, at this point, um, Miles, oh, Miles still tries to get him out. Yeah, Miles is still, with he's the, not sure about this. Because they do, they do the, the next Bible study class. Uh, Miles purposely in front of the teacher is like, it's so great that you found time to do choir, even with everything else that you're going. It must be hard to balance that. He's like, all right, well, I'll see you later. And he leaves, like, knowing the teacher heard him. And then the teacher's just like, you're doing really bad in my class. Like, <laughs> You haven't done one post. Yeah, like, you haven't done any assignments. You can't just be in choir. So what I'm going to do is, if you don't get a, at least a B on the next test, I'm not letting you compete with the choir. More conflict. Which, yeah, adding more conflict on top of the fact that uh, his his, da- his military fighting dad ruined his life. <laughs> by, Dad's by, on tour. I go into the war. Hawthorne's going to shut down. My life is in shambles because uh, my, my I, I got kicked off my choir team because my dad's fighting in Afghanistan. Uh, yeah, no, so he's so he's like kind of like damn that like puts me in a weird situation. But he keeps um, he's like starts studying with Savannah. They start doing like a trade off, classic mm-hmm. trade off. She studies with him because she's smart, makes him a little bit better at passing the test. He makes them a little bit more funky in their <laughs> in their, in their musical uh, rhythmics and. Um, the trade-off is just like, yeah, like, you help me, I help you. And they're starting to build towards everything. And this is when um, the Hawthorne kids, like, fully find out, like, oh, we're, we're not going to state at all. Like, there's no option for us. And the, uh, again, I forget what she is. She's, like, their counselor or the pastor or something. She comes to Drea and all them. It's just like, yeah, there's no, there's no way of going about it. Like, I feel really bad. I know this was you guys' moment, but... At this point, we can't even get you there, so it wouldn't even matter if like the the money would help with keeping our church alive. Like it can't even work. So, um, they're on the roof. It's uh, Zachary and Savannah, and this is when Drea runs up on them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zachary and Savannah are, are kicking it, talking about choir practice or whatever. <laughs> and then from the background, you see legs at first, and, and it's like, Drea. Oh, it's Drea. Drea comes through and is just like, oh, look at look at y'all out here just kicking it while on I'm over roof, here. <laughs> we all live in the same building, apparently. He's going to come up to my spot and uh, have fun. Um, <laughs> Not and, without a duet, you won't. And she makes and she makes him uh, makes it seem like he knew. 
And like he's just being an asshole. Like she's just like, I'm glad you guys are enjoying uh, your choir stuff, even though we're not allowed to compete anymore. And he's like, what? And she's like, oh yeah, we've been, uh, we're closing on the school, so we're not gonna do it anymore. And he's just like, oh, like you should have told me. Like I've been there my whole life. I just moved to another school two weeks ago. Like I don't think that disqualifies me as a human being. That was part of Hawthorne, uh, which is very rational of him to feel that way. Um, and so he's like, he's like legit sad about it, and he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And she's just like, yeah, whatever. I don't accept apologies. <laughs> so, so uh, the the next number that like the next big number that we get aside from them battling it on the roof one on one, is uh, Savannah trying to talk to Miles about like letting uh, Zach take a another bigger great, role with great the boss number. one. Yeah. So they're out at the picnic tables at lunch. Oh yeah, those picnic tables that everyone's at all the time. But basically, um, a little bit of a callback to him calling Savannah boss, which I didn't catch until you just said it. Uh, the song, it's it's called, I would assume it's just called You're Not the Boss, but it's about how Miles doesn't feel too good about Zachary taking such a how leadership role and changing one, the music. Sorry. I forget how it, it starts like a little bit. I could probably find it. But I just remember it being like almost, um, I did find it actually. So let me just play it rather than trying to pretend like I know what the beat play sounds it, like. Play it, don't say it. Say it, don't spray it. Boss choir either. You, you think you are, but you're not. So there. Miles, you need to stop being so stubborn all the time. You know, some of these changes could actually be good for us. Oh, you think you got it all figured out, huh? I'm Savannah. I'm perfect and wonderful. And <laughs> That's amazing. right. It's, it's like a I'm weird billiards uh, club guitar solo. Yeah, I just wanted to hit the one, you're not the boss. But yeah, it's basically saying he wants more control of the situation and wants louder pianos, which I don't know why that's a weird character thing that they designed for him. And she's saying, like, I'm not trying to be the boss. I just want Zach to play a more effective role. And then he's like, oh, so he wants Zach to be the boss. So it's just a boss fight about who's leading the choir. And they do, like, the whole corny thing where they're, like, swinging around the picnic tables. and Grabbing on the pole, swinging around it on one side of the table. Like At one point, she takes the glasses off his face and is puts wearing it. On. And then they do, like, a little dance yeah, it's very, argument pushing each other. Yeah, thing. it's very West Side Story. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. But um, basically, they just decide that... Um, what what does that conclude? I think Miles just kind of backs off at the end. He's like, "You're right. Let's give him a shot." I don't even Pretty remember much, how. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he she kind of just convinces him to like chill out and be like, "Look at how much like changes and how much more people feel comfortable with like Zachary's no, adjustments." What's a one like, musical? Like, yeah, it takes us just to sing your heart out to somebody, and that's how you explain it. What you can't explain with words, you explain with with musical notes. Um, so uh, Zachary uh, finds out. Uh, in that last scene that Hawthorne's not going to be able to do it anymore so the next time that they're in church uh, with uh, Savannah's dad is preaching oh don't forget that Zachary turns around his academic career Remember, oh gets, that's right he gets handed that test the Scantron which he's taking with a pen he takes the Scantron with a blue pen which, which is why he, like, that's the root of his problems that, right that there that must be why he's been failing everything Zachary you need, we need to talk about how you've gotten a 0% yes. on every exam like oh i'm sorry i'm not allowed to use blue pens on a scan this isn't a number two (laughs) 
but yeah, he, he basically um, has a. I have I had something written down that I was gonna talk about, but I forget what it was. Um, but he he basically has um, like they don't even do like a montage or like here's me learning or like even they created a, such a big conflict. You know what? If I made this movie, I would have added way more songs. It's supposed to be a musical. We also didn't talk about how like. All throughout the movie, they start off with a beat. Like, oh, it's going to be a teasers. song, and then it just cuts out. So one specific moment is right when he finds out he's going to move away, he goes up to the second the, the roof, and a beat kicks in, and he's, like, walking along the edge of the thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, here we go, like, sad, like, my life's about to change song. And they just cut away. And they do it several times in the movie where you're just like, this, a song should go here. Like, this is a more important scene, but rather they do songs at random moments where it shouldn't be. And I'm just like, oh, that's they could have so had like weird. a test song, like A, B, C, multiple choices, cool. you know, and then link it back to he's got to choose between Hawkeye. They should have did. Crossroads. They should have did anything, like to forward that like issue of like, if you don't pass my test, you're not gonna be able to perform. They resolve that in literally the next scene where they're like, I could direct that scene. Working and on it, like, it. zooms in on like the clock is ticking down to the end of the period. Oh, the beat. The beat could be like the ticking, mm-hmm. and like um. Part of the beat could be like eraser, eraser sounds on the test. The answers, yeah. Like could be like part of the beat. Like little glances between him and Savannah. Yeah, it'd be awesome. They could have made that awesome. They didn't make it awesome. They literally just like, oh, I gotta pass this this test in order to. Next scene is compete. like, well, I did. And the next <laughs> the next scene is just like, how'd you do on the test? And he's like, oh, I didn't pass. Like he's like messing with her, and he's like, ah, I'm kidding. I got an A minus. I was like, oh, big jump, dude, from a zero <laughs> to an A minus. Good job. All of that studying that we never saw, and um, yeah, I mean this movie's a little light on the lessons. Like, no, oh, for sure, it took was literally nothing. And then... So yeah, no, there was no real lessons to glean from it. Well, we'll get that at the end. I have some. Don't let your dad that. go to the war. Uh, <laughs> don't let your your church close down. Uh, so um, at this point, he's like, okay, uh, I'm able to compete, but. We're not going to be competing against Hawthorne anymore because of their school and like not com- not uh, going to be open anymore after Drea tells him. So he's like, I got a plan. So during the Savannah's uh, father's sermon at the Grape Church, I don't know their church logo is just a giant thing of grapes, <laughs> like purple grapes. He's giving his sermon and he's writing notes in church and he passes it to his little brother to pass to Savannah. And very conveniently, every member of the Crossroads Choir is sitting behind them, diagonally to the left or right. So they just pass it back and pass it back and pass it back. And the note says, uh, Crossroads plus Hawthorne perform together, question mark. And everybody gets it and they're on board, except it lands on Miles. Which, oh yeah, we forgot end. to say that Savannah's dad is a preacher. He's like yeah, the, yeah. She's the, the perfect she's preacher's guy. daughter, yeah. Oh, we also forgot to talk about their fight. Oh, yeah, we'll jump back to their fight. So they, they have a fight... Um, because Savannah's, like, going through her laundry, and she finds, like, her favorite sweater is, like, shrunk, shrunk, like, from the wash. His dad doesn't know how to do laundry. He doesn't know how to do laundry. His wife's dead. So, uh, she, like, screams. She's like, Dad, you shrunk my favorite sweater. And he comes in, like, legit apologetic. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, her dad is the best. Yeah, he's just doing the best he can. He's just like, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, and he's like, tries to, like, make a lesson out of it, and he's like, I'm sorry. And she's just like, no, like... If mom was here, she wouldn't shrink my sweaters. And he's like, oh, I just like mom knows there's other settings on the dryer. And he's dad. like, he's like, I know how you feel. I miss her too. She's this like, you don't, delicate. you don't know how I feel. I was <laughs> like, like that's my wife. His wife is dead. What do you mean you don't know how I feel? And it, because he's such a good dad, he's like, all right, maybe I don't. 
Like, he, like, doesn't want to push her on it. But can you tell me? Yeah. And she's just like, no, I don't want to talk about it. She's just like, I want to tell her things, but I can't. And she's not here to listen to me. Like how you shrunk my sweater. (laughs) So, there's no resolution. He's like, well, I'm here for you. Can you talk to me? And she's just like, no, get out. Get out of my room. And he gets out. She's very ungrateful for her father, like, killing it, doing the best he can. Which, again, is never resolved. Nothing. There's no real lesson in this movie. No, yeah, she never, like, uh, confides in her dad or gets over it. I was wrong through the love of Jesus Christ, I realized. Yeah, seriously. No, they just go forward with it. So while he's he's preaching, they're passing that note around, and everybody's on board except Miles initially. And um, so they go to talk to Hawthorne. And uh, they run up on Andrea. Andrea's like, what is this? <laughs> they like, oh, come. And Filipino kid's like, what are they doing here, man? And uh, he's just like, all right, we have a proposition for you guys. Like, come join our choir. And they're like, why would we join your choir? And he's like, you guys deserve the opportunity to perform at State. And, like, we need you. Like, we could use your help. And he's like, you know nobody sings like you, Drea. And they kind of convince all of them that, like, this is their one shot. So they all combine. And they have... um. They they have their their other like big uh, musical number, which is where they're all struggling at practice. Yeah, well, so the the ultimate plan is that they're gonna combine their forces mm-hmm. and perform together, and then they're gonna give the money to Hawthorne. So yeah, so they'll win the money and then keep the church open. So they do like a little which uh, they practice. Ha- which the Crossroads kids propose this. The Hawthorne kids accept it, but nobody says thank you or anything. Nobody's no. like, "Wow, thank you for offering to give up." $10, they're like stand, yeah, they're like standoffish about it. Like, why should I trust you? And like, I don't know, because I just well, offered I to so. give you yeah. all of the prize money. Like, I'm like being pretty legit on my side. I don't know why that's upsetting to you, uh, but yeah. So they decide um, to go through with it, and so they're like at the practice, and they're doing like the me 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 me, me and uh, he's playing the piano really loud, I guess, Miles. Which is, they keep bringing that character flaw back. I don't know why. Uh, but they're like, Drea, you're singing too loud. And she's like, well, I can't hear myself over the piano. And the Filipino kid's like, yeah, we gotta Carlos make up. Carlos is next to Martha. Yeah, like, and then we gotta make Martha's up for this girl. girl. She's not even Who's singing. Not singing. And she's like, girl, you're not even singing. <laughs> oh, because uh, when and they... Then, I, I and should... then Drew, Drew, who is like in the Martha, is like... She's shy. Yeah, she's shy. Leave her alone. Like, Drew's... It's like, maybe she shouldn't be on the, the girl. singing Yeah, squad. don't be on the quiet. That's another thing that they, they made a big thing throughout the movie that, like, Martha's quiet and shy. Also never comes around. I thought there was going to be, like, a breakthrough moment where her She does. She has a breakthrough series. moment during Zach's number where, like, he introduces some funk to him. But then it never yeah, pans out. She just stays the same. That's that. true, yeah. Cause, but because after it is when they still do the thing where she's not singing because she's mm-hmm. shy. So I thought she'd have like a, a big like solo piece. Yeah, she was like dancing on the table. And uh, no, no solo piece. But um, another thing with Martha is that they make a big thing about like, oh, uh, Carlos was like, can we even do that combine and, and make one group? And they're like, she's Martha's like, been hmm. reading the rule book all yeah, night. Yeah, Martha's like, hmm, I read the whole rule yeah, book. Yeah, they're like, uh, she, she didn't find anything against the Paragraph 34 says we can do it. So, like, she's like the bookworm, and they're just like, oh, Martha loves reading books and, and man- <laughs> manuscripts, so she's fine. Uh, so, yeah, they, they're practicing, and they, uh, Zach's late, like always. And they try to do, like, a little bit of, like, a love triangle thing that also never comes through on Drea's side, but, like, uh, Drea comes, and she's like, where's Zach? And Savannah's like, oh, he's late. He's always late. And she's like, I know that. I've known Zach longer than you. And they like have like a weird thing going on there. But Zach shows up late and sees all the turmoil. And he's like, come on, guys. And they he's do, the glue. He's, he's the, the glue. glue. He comes and he glues everything together. And he does his, like, we're all in this together number. And getting out. And it was, like, mediocre. I was like, this is, like, a pivotal turning that was, point that was the worst in the scene. And it was, like, the weakest song. I was like, ah, oh, that sucks. 
but it's it's very slow and but it gets them all on the same page and essentially they're all gonna be like all right we're gonna put put our differences aside he brings savannah and dre together and he's like guys we need to just talk about this and uh just create something better for each other and that's where they uh basically come together and they decide what they're gonna do is um work on a new number that's like gonna work to everybody's strengths so they're just out there smiling getting everything done and uh, i have a clip of that song what's wrong okay chill out come on let's forget stuff we are clearly not welcome here i know this is hard but we have to make this work <sighs> okay remember when we first started out and you thought you were all that and i thought i was all that and you told me you didn't need me anymore yeah and remember the first time we sang together like really sang together kind of feeling it she's like swaying back and forth but i don't know i think i just wanted that song to be more like hard like i was expecting too much out of this movie but i was like what a weird song to be like your final uh resolution to the problem um but basically they they're all gonna work together and um work on something that's like all right we gotta blow these judges away in order to win this money to save the church so then we come around to the states which is announced with that that guy. that font Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's like Arial font with like a shadow, Microsoft Word shadow on it, but it's like not it's even like a centered. PowerPoint slide. Yeah, yeah, it's not even centered. It's like off to the right of the screen with no transition, so it just like pops up on it's the screen. It's a state's competition. Yeah, it's so it just says state's competition. There's no like information on I it. it it's not a city. It's not like anything. I thought they were going to put like a slide transition just like, just like whooshes off the screen. It does like a 360 <laughs> and like spin. fades away. You're just like, oh, this, this guy just found out how to use PowerPoint. Uh, but you know, it transitions to states, which it has um, this one like random choir going on that was like pretty average, and all of the uh, Hawthorne and Crossroads people are there, and they're just like discussing what they're gonna do next. And then in walks I forget the name of their choir, but C O T G Y C. There you go, C O T G Y C. Which, which of course Miles. Miles, yeah, like, Miles is the abbreviation guy. It's like Church of the Gospel, Church of the Gospel Youth Choir. Yeah, so Church of the Gospel Youth Choir, all red. Come yeah, all, well, no, not all red. In the back, there's a buddy in the orange. Oh, buddy in the orange. I forgot about buddy in the orange. They didn't orange. have a red shirt in this side. Nothing on set. Orange. They couldn't even tell him to like, step off. Like, we, we have enough people to step off camera. Um, but their leader, a uh, shorter kid with like a, a weird, like super thin Elmer. goatee. Elmer's Elmer. like the goofiest looking dude. Elmer's so weird. I was like, this is the guy they're focusing on. Cause I remember as they were walking in, I was waiting for like that main bad guy character to be like, it was Elmer. Oh, you guys are here. But like, they didn't do anything until the very end. He like looks over and I was like, there we go. There's our bad guy, <laughs> our leader. So Elmer looks over and he's like, I'm about to destroy these boys. And they go up and they give, surprisingly, a very mediocre performance. But everybody's supposed to be like, oh, we can't compete with that. Yeah, they're like, how do we follow that? It was like a regular choir that you would see like on, on a, at a Sunday service. I was like, oh, man, I was expecting them to go all out for that. And then we had the, the an organs playing, but the guy playing the <laughs> organ is just banging like it's drums or something. I think clearly. that clip, I'm going to try to put that clip up on instagram because he's clearly not even not touching the keys he's like slamming one <laughs> hand on it sliding his other hand and he's just like moving his head around like john legend and i was like this guy thinks he's killing it like visibly like this looks just like i'm playing the organ 
but uh, yeah, they do they do a pretty regular performance. And right and, after you see Elmer go up to the judges, whispering and pointing, and pointing at Hawthorne and Crossroads, and Savannah apparently knows right off the bat, and she like gets up and runs into the room like nervous, and um, she's like hyperventilating a little bit, and she walks out of the door, and stands outside alone, and you hear like a voiceover of her dad, and he's like. Uh, just blow a bubble to get rid of the trouble. Or he didn't even say that. He's just like, Savannah, bubble gum. Yeah. <laughs> so dumb. Savannah, don't forget the bubble gum. She pulls out the bubble gum, blows a bubble. And all her troubles. And that's it. Our and bubbles. She just exhales and it's just like, oh, it worked. I know I didn't resolve that stuff with my dad earlier and he thinks I hate him, but his advice came in handy. <laughs> she goes back inside and uh, she just starts uh, like being really calm and... The uh, judge guy walks up to them and he's like, so it comes to my attention that you guys are two choirs combined into one. And she's like, yeah, we're Crossroads Hawthorne. Like, that's our name. Like, yeah, did you guys not realize that there was a Crossroads choir and a Hawthorne choir? And then the next round there was just a Crossroads Hawthorne choir. <laughs> like, why did that judge not know that? And he's like, I can't in good conscience let you guys perform because it wouldn't be fair that it's two choirs combining versus... And then they're like, but, but the wait, ones. it's in the rule book. And then... He's just like, actually, no, that's not in the rules. Yeah. And they just look at Martha, and Martha's it's just, just like, Martha, you should have done this. And what, what's her response? She's just like, nothing. There. She's just like, sorry, guys. Yeah, she's just nobody like, even addresses. My they bad. Just like, Move right yeah. on. Like that was like the whole plan hinged on Martha looked it up and it wasn't and in the rules. Like everybody makes mistakes. That's so crazy that they let Martha get away with that. And um, so then they're all just like, dang, we're like not gonna get to perform anymore. And Dre is flipping out. And that she's guy like, gets out of there so chance. quick. They're like, they're like. Yeah, they're like disputes, and the guy's just like, "I'm sorry." Yeah, they're like, "Sir, please," and he's like, "I have to go. (laughs) (laughs) I have another choir to listen to. Uh, I gotta go talk to Elmer. He found uh, he found one of the kids smoking weed in the bathroom. (laughs) Elmer's such a snitch, man. That's how that's how they won three years in a row. Not because they're good. Nobody's smoking weed. Somebody just 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 because Elmer. (laughs) Just because Elmer's looking for dirt on somebody made an upper decker. (laughs) Uh, So he goes back in and. um... They're just like, no, we need to... Oh, that Martha does get her... No, um, and then they turn back to Martha again. He's like, Martha, any ideas? Like, Martha's done. Stop yeah. asking Martha for but ideas. But to her credit, she's like, um, I don't know. Maybe I should just try to talk to him. <laughs> so Martha goes up and she's like, sir, what we've done here is take two very unlikely groups of people and allow them to work and together. And then she whips out the Bible verses. Yeah, and yeah, she's like, Galatians, like something says, and she's like trying to like guilt the guy. And it's not even like a really applicable one. No. It's just like... It's Unity. just like a be kind. We're all God's children. <laughs> He's just like, you know what? Couldn't have said it better I'll myself, Martha. <laughs> so I'll let you guys uh, compete because uh, you guys worked so hard to get the states and you like pr- created this whole thing. But because you're two groups, you're still disqualified from the grand prize. But I'll still let you perform. And everybody's everybody. cheering. They're like, yeah. And they're all hype about it. And I'm like, what? Which the whole point was the, the church $10, is going to close. Yeah. The whole point of this whole thing. So they're just like, all right, we're going to go ahead and... Um, perform and so of course they're gonna have like the craziest set of everything i'm gonna play a little bit of it but they do his eyes on the sparrow i'm gonna fast forward a little bit I'm going to go to the part where it gets pretty hype and jazzy with it. There we go. They got a real organ player, too. Also, while the song is happening... Yeah, um, we, got a, we got another song here. Yeah. 
while they're doing this the slow part that I skipped through in the beginning, Zachary's dad emerges from the back of the room. With a cane. With a cane. He got injured. Injured in battles like he was able to come home quicker. White guy, surprisingly. Yeah, I don't know how all that matters. Yeah. But they, they do this performance. The uniform was so messed up too. They didn't have any sort of insult on that. <laughs> nah. They're just like, what's the this is yeah y'all seen one before, right? Just make it kind of look like that. You ever seen Saving Private Ryan? Give me as close to that as you can. And the ty- the uh, the outfit people were like, we got it. We, we'll go to we Party City. We'll see what we can do. Yeah, I think there's uh some stuff at the Goodwill. We're like, we'll 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 figure it out. Don't worry. He'll look like an actual war vet. Uh, but they do a whole like America's Got Talent performance. Like it's not even a dance competition. But they're yeah, doing they're all dancing, which is them again just break dancing, split breaking the rules. Disregard this the whole rules. this whole movie is just about like if you break the rules enough, you'll get rewarded for it. There's just so throw many a Bible rules verse on it. And you're it's fine. so crazy. Uh, but they do such a crazy performance that they get like a standing ovation, and uh, it just goes back to the guy who's like announcing the winner, and he's like, and the winner is, and it's the the uh, the Red Squad. What's their name again? The G-Y-C-Y-D. Oh, C-O-T-G-Y-C. C-O-T-G-Y-C. <laughs> and uh, they win. And it's uh, like for the fourth year in a row, uh, the winners of the of the state's championship choir competition or whatever, and they come up. Which, another thing is that the only two choirs that are in that room are the one that won and Hawthorne Crossroads. So there's no other competitor. <laughs> yeah. So basically, the, you're the winner of the two last ones. Uh, and they win, so Elmer, like, they give Elmer the mic. And Elmer is just like his first lines of the movie. And he's like, uh, I want to say thank you so much for this, but I think it wouldn't be right if we accept this. And I want to give this to the real winners tonight, which is Hawthorne and Crossroads. And so everybody's like shook, like what? Like, which it was obviously he was going to do that. Like he, they, they like tore them up so heavily. Um, and so like they basically just give up the reward money, which is nuts. Like I would be so bad if I was like that dude's like school like guidance counselor. I'd be like, are you are you kidding me, Elmer? <laughs> we, just, we almost got enough funding for the computer program, and you gave it away to that church. <laughs> like, like this is a high school kid. Like just because he made this speech doesn't mean. Yeah, no, real. no high school kid would have. He would have still been like this award should go to them, but he would have kept that reward money for sure. Uh, but yeah, so they get the reward money in order to save Hawthorne. And uh, everybody's like celebrating, and um, Zachary and Savannah do their kiss in front of the church, where uh, preacher dad is low key like, I don't feel comfortable with my real, daughter real quick kissing a black man. <laughs> yeah, they do the quick peck, and then uh, uh, it's just like it's like a, yeah, it's like a Super Bowl win. There's a like, confetti falling and stuff. They're like these guys won the state championship, but yeah, it was really weird. That was where we saw in the credits that uh, the kid playing Zachary actually did sing all of his vocals. Mm-hmm. And uh, the director had a couple of tracks in there, too. I forget what was her name? Rachel Lee Goldenberg. She threw a couple of tracks in there. What did you think about this movie overall, man? Oh, also there was a hip-hop dance consultant. Oh, what was it? Brittany, a, whatever. Yeah, hip-hop dance consultant, which I'm picturing the lady from like those hip-hop videos where she's like, and you just bend your knees, and that's what makes it hip-hop. <laughs> that's hip-hop. But yeah, no, it was um, all in all the, the songs weren't some of the songs weren't as terrible as I thought they'd be. But the movie is just so corny and ridiculous. And just based off what this movie is supposed to be, there was no message. There yeah. was no message. There was like no. The crazy thing is, it's a, it's a Christian movie made by a Christian company. There's there not was even like a, no Christian stuff. There's not even a godly message. But yeah, there was no Christian message. There was like one Bible verse, which is just used to excuse them breaking the rules. They had no idea what they were doing. I'm just like, yo, this is this is crazy. Um, I'm I'm trying to um, 
look at a couple of the reviews. Uh, while I, while I look for a review, give me like a short, quick John review on it. Yeah, like I'm not so. Of course, this is called this movie is called Sunday School Musical. I'm not gonna rate this like it's a real movie, <laughs> but what I would rate it on is like, does it have a good message that it like doesn't it communicates well? And it doesn't. There's no real message to it. It's just <laughs> it's not even like work hard and or it's just there's nothing. So. <laughs> I found a review that I do want to read because the title of the review is all caps with an exclamation mark offensive. <laughs> Why is it offensive? I'll so, uh, Ali Cool uh, back in 2011 said, Warning for spoilers ahead. This movie was a mistake to show my children. It contained a closeted gay male, showed students <laughs> passing notes in church, revealed a premarital affection between two underage oh, no. adolescents. This movie also contains racism. Race in there. Oh. Yeah, this movie also contains racism as the white church is the church that has to support the lower class community church when it cannot afford to stay open. It also contains rap music and ludicrous dance moves. She's racist. This, this that's crazy. She's like this movie is offensive because it contains Wait, rap she, music. Does she say ludicrous as in ludicrous or ludicrous? <laughs> ludicrous dance moves. I wish. Uh, children of the opposite sex are dancing together without adult supervision. Children hug, sit close together, and even kiss before, not even marriage, but without even asking their parents' permission. Who is this woman? Allie Cool. I feel like she's got to be tripping. I would not let my child watch this unless they were 13 or older. You can you can trust them to properly handle this mature content once they're a bit older. I'm, I'm surprised like she didn't say something crazy. about boys having earrings. <laughs> there was a boy with an earring. Yeah, it's, it's really weird. And his weird. clothes were too big. I don't know why she's so mad at that. Yeah, it, it has an audience score of 24, but um, it had four stars on Amazon, and I was laughing because the Amazon ratings, like, so don't matter because there's the people watching the movie, and it's like 35 people rented this four four out of five stars, and I'm like, the type of people who are clicking yeah, on this movie are, like, hmm, Sunday are yeah, like, are looking it. for this. Like, this is like my dad. But I'm surprised there's not more complaints about how there's not actually a, a redeemable message. There's yeah. not an arc. There's not a plot. Yeah, it's there's so weird. There's a few good musical numbers, but that's about it. Yeah, it's so it's so weird. There are some some high reviews, though, which is why. One of them is like, the, the title is like, Just What I Needed. 10 out of 10. <laughs> like, it's just really... Oh, three out of ten stars. It's not really a movie you can get up and dance to. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. Oh, man. I, I wanted to read this one, too, because it's just so short and ridiculous. This film straight up blew my nips clean off my body with that revolutionary turn. <laughs> That's all that is. Ten out of ten stars. Yeah, it's, it's a really weird movie. It's like it, it falls neither under like so corny that it's funny and great or like cheesy but i saw the message that they were trying to get across like i this was just a movie to make a movie mm-hmm. like there's no like character arc there's no like here's the lesson that you glean from it there's none of that it's so weird to me that that was even a thing that went through but i don't know if we're giving it percentages what do you think i know that's a difficult question to ask Look, before we go juncture. into that let's go into who do you think the best actor was um best actor Maybe the dad? Maybe. I'm going to give it up for Miles. Miles was clearly... Miles was actually Miles pretty was good. Miles was hilarious. Yeah Miles, yeah, Miles was supposed to be comedic. 
So that's why I don't think he was a bad actor. The closeted, a closeted, the gay closeted girl. gay man. <laughs> the Lucas Grayfield of the film. Yeah, no. Um, Miles was pretty great. I think the dad was did an okay job too. Her dad. The dad is for sure like some kind of celebrity pastor. That yeah, was, yeah. Like, using that he was like, let me exposure. let me be a part of this. Yeah. Um, yeah, but if we're going worst, um, I want to say so a lot of it was really bad. But um, if we're going worst. Maybe Savannah. Yes, yeah, a lot of her dialogue actors. was just given so strangely. Cause I don't even think the Zachary kid was that bad, and he could sing pretty good. But like a lot of the stuff he played off of, either Savannah or Carlos. Cause Carlos seemed so unnatural to me, like some of his beatboxes and stuff. <laughs> where I was like, oh no, guys, why are we doing this? Uh, but yeah, a lot of that was really weird. Um, Carlos's mom, or not Carlos's mom, uh, Zachary's mom. However, I felt like she was like an actress, like down on her luck. She was like taking it seriously with yeah. her acting scenes, where she's like crying that like she's like kind of been laid off, and I was like, oh, she like thinks this is like a movie movie, <laughs> like she she doesn't know what she's what she's a part of. Uh, but yeah, I I would say um, worst Savannah, best either the dad or Miles. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know. For the most part, there's like no plot. The setting is trash because it's like four locations and nothing else. The ending's not even a real ending because, like, nothing is resolved. Everybody entered that movie. I don't know. This... I guess the only message I see is, like, teamwork. Un- unity, you know? yeah, yeah, maybe. Unity, teamwork. Maybe like, we can have a contemporary service of the church. They, they almost they almost made it seem like there was going to be something about, like, losing family members, but they never you know resolved what? the you relationship. You have a message. What is it? For, like, the audience for this is going to be, like, salty old people that go to church. It's like, you know what? That hippity hop isn't that bad. <laughs> Or it's like, you know what? Sometimes kids wear baggy pants, but they can still be Don't be a right. square is the is the is the uh, um, moral compass of this movie. It's just like, hey, don't be a weird Christian square. Um, but yeah. Maybe it does have a message after. <laughs> Allie Cool missed it, but... Allie Cool is infuriated. I'm going to reach out to Allie Cool, get her updated thoughts. That was 2011. Maybe she's come around to see the light on Sunday School Musical. No sequel, unfortunately. Oh, I would have loved oh. to see a sequel, but Hawthorne in trouble once again. <laughs> Hawthorne ready, back, back, and ready for more. Turns uh, out you need a lot more than ten thousand dollars <laughs> to keep the church alive in L.A. Savannah's mom comes back to life. So many things happen. Uh, yeah, I think overall I'd give it something of what did we, what did we rate? Um, I don't even remember. I think I gave. Um, I always base everything on Black Cobra because it was my first one. I would say this is like in the 20s. I'm going to rate this as I'm thinking of somebody that would see this and put it on. Like, let's say I'm a parent. Mm-hmm. I'm a, you know, I'm a Christian parent for my kids. Christian mom. I looking for are, some wholesome learning yeah, for your kids. Yeah, my kids are probably what, like, what do you think the target kid audience age for this movie is? 12? 12? That old? Yeah, I guess 12 is a little old. I just meant because they're in high school, high school problems. But I guess they're like kid version of high school problems, yeah. like High School Musical. So, so maybe like, age range of like six to nine, maybe. Yeah. So if my kids are six to nine, I put this on. It has kind of a message, teamwork. It'll keep their it'll keep unity. their mind working. Doesn't really have much of a like a Bible message. Yeah. There's some like musical numbers I could throw on in the car, you know. Yeah, musical musical Christian stories is like that sweet spot for like six or nine. I remember when I was young. Do you, you ever seen the Reppies? 
have no idea what that is. I have to show you what that is. So the the Repies is a it's it was on like the Christian television shows, but basically the Repies was uh kind of like Sesame Street, but about like a ja- like a cool jazz band. So like, they were like giant puppet people, like how Big Bird is in Sesame Street, but they were just like and God is is the best thing for us and let's perform songs about god and it was a really weird that show sounds terrible yeah no i i was i was kind of into it when i came up this is the this is the this is the theme song watch when the boys come in they're like big old muppet people the refies have you never seen that <laughs> it's as ridiculous as it looks but basically, they're giant, like, dinosaur people that, like, have a rock band. And, um... The problem is, they look terrifying. <laughs> I wasn't that scared of them when I was younger. The Sesame Street... Yeah, they're cool. a little bit more lovable. look scary. Snuffleupagus is a little scary looking. But... And the one that popped up first, he's invisible. Dur- Durango. Kind of Durango. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty weird, I guess. I didn't think about that. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I, I, I think if I'm... A parent looking for that age range, maybe it goes up a little bit. But me as Ray currently, I feel like I'd give it like a twenty percent. Yeah, as a as a actual movie, yeah, clearly like a twenty. If I'm a I'm a young mom, I gotta throw something on. You know, I would, I'd throw this movie on. You throw it on. I feel mm-hmm. like yeah, just young mom kill, John throws kill it on. some time, take a break. In that case, I think I'd give it like a fifty. That's kind of worth it then, I guess. Yeah. Real quick before we go, I wanted to talk about Faith Films. What else do they have for us? So, so Faith Films is a uh, is the uh, production company that put out the movie Sunday School Musical, but they've got so many other films that I want to dive into a little bit in their catalog. So, I'm gonna read some of the synopses of these, and I'm gonna end with the best one, which is something that I definitely want to watch for the podcast, and I'm like kind of excited about. So they have an an 07 uh, thriller called The Apocalypse. Uh, In this disaster film of faith, a mother and father search for their only child as a giant asteroid headed for Earth triggers a series of apocalyptic events, which sounds pretty intense. I'm kind of with that. I can't even lie. Uh, Today, heaven and Earth collide is the movie's uh, (laughs) tagline. An epic Christian thriller in the tradition of Left Behind. So they're already comparing themselves to the Left Behind trilogy, like... Uh, and then there's another one called 2012 Doomsday. In this epic disaster, four strangers on a journey of faith are drawn to an ancient temple in the heart of Mexico on December 21, 2012. Uh, for the Mayans, it's the last recorded day. For NASA scientists, it is the cataclysmic polar shift. For the rest of us, it's Doomsday. Yeah, but like, how are Christians can't believe in the whole Mayan yeah, thing? I don't know like, why. Go against it's a that? Christian movie that like has that. It's a, it's an ancient prophecy foretold, a scientific discovery revealed. You can't and it's legitimize like, a pagan religion. Yeah, with a, with a Jesus movie, like isn't that crazy that them boys predicted it accurately? They also have a movie called Evil, which is based on the classic legend of a cynical journalist who discovers that the power of faith can defeat the forces of unspeakable darkness. Classic legend, I guess. It looks like um like almost like an Exorcist type movie, but. Uh, Countdown Jerusalem, which I think is one of the best names of anything I've ever heard. A journalist searches for her daughter as a series of catastrophic disasters push a destabilized society towards the brink of global war. So a common theme with most of their movies, with the exception of Sunday School Musical, is the end of the world. She really took a turn. Like, they're all... It's like, the end is near, 
or no, the end isn't near, it's here, is the movie's uh, box quote. That great city Babylon, four in one, wait, that great city Babylon, ellipses, four in one hour, is thy judgment come. The Omega, in the tradition of the Omega Code and Left Behind. They write that on the cover of all of their stuff. Meteor Apocalypse. A giant meteor enters Earth's orbit and begins to disintegrate. The showering on the entire planet with debris will leave one man who must find his family as the world around him falls apart. Also a post-apocalyptic movie. And then uh, right around 2011 is when they decided maybe no more post-apocalyptic movies. Because we get Sunday School Musical and we get The Princess and the Pony. Which is a sheltered young princess is sent to live with her relatives in America. She befriends a pony held captive by a shady carnival owner. Oh no. Yeah, really weird. And then the last one that they have here is Golden Winter, which the cover is just like a bunch of golden retrievers, and it says, uh, "Homeless for the holidays" is the mo- is the movie's box quote. <laughs> a boy befriends a litter of homeless golden retrievers. Together, they help stop a bank robbery just in time for Christmas. She made two Airbud movies. <laughs> exactly. The other one was an Airbud movie too. That was the first part of Airbud. This is Air Buddies. So this is the best one, and this is the last one that they've made. So. Uh, the most recent movie from uh, Faith Films is called Alone for Christmas. So the box quote is, When they left him home alone, he had to save Christmas. And it's a little dog with a a little, like, um, what is this called? Candy cane in his mouth. And here's the quote of exactly what the movie's going on. So when a family visits Grandma's house on Christmas Eve, they leave their dog at home alone. And when burglars try to take the presents from under the tree, the dog must use every trick in the book to stop them. So it's literally Home Alone with a dog as Kevin. That sounds nuts. I'm like super excited to check that out. I like have to watch the trailer for that tonight. Because that is so crazy to me. But you can get all of their movies in the End Times DVD collection. <laughs> I'm going to watch... What was that movie called? The last one? What was it? Alone title? for Christmas? I'm going to watch Alone for Christmas in the End Times catalog. Sunday School Musical is in the End Times catalog. It's <laughs> so weird. That's so weird that they would call it that. Oh, man. This, yeah, it's just amazing that, like, Faith Films... Yeah, if anyone's listening, go to faithfilms.cc. Faith Films is a new production and distribution company dedicated to creating exciting films that honestly portray subjects, themes, and people of faith. They're yeah, all like, post-apocalyptic movies or movies about, like, sentient dogs. <laughs> like, how are they all realistic? That's how so are they going to throw, like, a Bible message in the dog one? Like, I don't know. Like, bark I think and then subtitles are going to pop up. It looks like the last two, they, like, the last few of them, like, three or four, they're just like, let's just make movies. Like, what's the craziest movie idea you could come up with, Rick? I don't know, Home Alone, where the dog is a boy? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what. They're just coming up with that stuff, but it's so strange to me that that's, like, what they landed on. I don't know. They need to hook up with the, uh, with a, I like big books and I can't not lie guy. That's what they need. Oh man. So yeah, Faith Films, my new favorite film company. I'm gonna check out all their new hits and maybe Alone for Christmas next time around. But I don't know, man. I don't have much else to add about this movie. <laughs> Do you? I think we summed it up. Interesting flick for the whole family to enjoy. I feel like Brandon would have hated this. Yeah. That's <laughs> a good thing he wasn't here for this. Brandon would have definitely hated this. Alright, well, I don't think we have much else to add to that um, interesting movie and episode, but um, we'll try to come up with something a little bit more action-packed next time around. We'll see. Maybe something scary. 
Scary is always good. But uh, yeah, I think that's it. Any final words? Nope. All right, we're good. Um, thanks for hanging with the Bargamage boys. I'm Ray. I'm John. And uh, yeah, it's high, you know? Give money to the Lord. <laughs> Don't be afraid to put a little funk on it, you know? Yeah. And, uh, when, Shake when, it up. When times are hard, just chew, chew some bubble gum and say, uh, let, the, let the trouble stay in this bubble. If you can't blow a bubble like me, then, well, your trouble's gonna stay.